water baptism at all. The scriptures are talking about a spiritual baptism that, has, that takes place when one is convicted by the Holy Spirit. He's brought to a knowledge of truth. He's revealed, it is revealed to him that he needs to be saved, that he is a sinner, and without God that we are lost. And it's at that point that we make a move toward God, toward Calvary, and it's when we bow our knee and we humbly submit and we die out to ourselves and we accept Jesus Christ as our Lord and Savior. And it's at that moment by one spirit, the spirit is the baptizer, we're all baptized into the body of Christ. And um, the spirit baptizes us into the kingdom of God. I, I always do a little sermon on that about the three baptisms. I won't go into all of that. But the Bible tells us that when that takes place, it's what we call regeneration. Titus 3 and 5 says it's not by works of righteousness which we have done, but according to his mercy he saved us by the washing of regeneration and by the renewing of the Holy Spirit. It is the Holy Spirit that renews us in God. He finds us dead in our trespasses of sin, according to Ephesians chapter 2 verse 4. And it is there that he convicts us. It's there that we come to him. We receive him as Lord and we're baptized and regenerated into the body of the Lord Jesus Christ. It is a baptism of faith. You don't necessarily um, feel it. Uh, it's just you believe upon Christ. You make a confession. And that takes place spiritually in your life. I always talk about how that uh, when you're baptized in the body of Christ, the element that you're baptized in is blood, not water. And the baptizer is the Holy Spirit. And you're washed and you're cleansed by the blood of Jesus Christ. How many knows without the shedding of blood, there is no remission of sin? You're saved and you're washed by the blood of Jesus Christ. John said in 1 John, if we walk in the light as he's in the light, we have fellowship one with another. And the blood of Jesus Christ, his son, cleanses us from all sin. And it's there that we gave our life to Jesus. And then we as believers follow Christ on in obedience. And the scripture tells us in 1 Peter 3.21, I think they're going to put that up for me so that you can see it. Says the like figure whereunto even baptism does now also save us, not the putting away of the filth of the flesh, but the answer of a good conscience toward God by the resurrection of Jesus Christ. When you look in that passage of scripture, this is talking about water baptism. If you'll leave that up, please. Guys, if I don't know if they can hear me, just leave that up for the rest of the service. But water baptism, it serves as a light figure. What's the light figure? It's an outward witness of the inward work. It's the outward witness of what took place when you knelt your knee down at Calvary and you were baptized in the body by the Holy Spirit. Now this, this pastor and symbolics goes and he gets in the water and he baptizes you in water signifying the spiritual baptism that you've already had. It is an outward witness of the inward work that took place in your life. I was being water baptized on May the 16th, 1982. My father was not a Christian. My mother was not a Christian. My grandmother was not a Christian. My grandfather was not a Christian. They were non-church attenders. They were some of the most honest, hardworking, moral people that you'd ever meet in your life. My dad would never lie. My dad would never steal. My dad, he never drank. My dad never even smoked a cigarette. 
He was a man that when he shook your hand and gave you a word, you could count on it. He was a man of integrity, all of that kind of thing in my upbringing, but he was not a Christian man. And um, he didn't go to church with me. And uh, that in the spring, when I gave my life to Christ, we went out to the swimming pool there in Dudley, a woman had, and they were baptizing me. And when I went under the water, it was signifying that Kent Miller submitted his life to Christ. He died to himself. He's buried with Christ, and he's risen up a new creation. And that's exactly what it is. It's a symbol. When I gave my life to Christ, I was born again. I was saved. I was baptized in the body of Christ. I was transformed in my mind. I was renewed. I was made new. If any man be in Christ, he's a new creature. Old things are passed away. Behold, all things have become new, and I became a Christian. And this water baptism served nothing more as the outward witness of that inward work. And when I went down in the water and I was uh, uh, being baptized by my pastor, God verbally spoke to my dad, who was not even a Christian. It scared him. He, had, he looked around to see who was talking to him, and he trembled. And the voice just spoke to my dad and said, you're next. And that witness, if I had never followed through, me and Jenny were talking about it. She said, what would have happened if you would have never followed through in obedience in water baptism? Even though you were saved, would your dad have ever went to church? And I said, I don't know, probably not. But by me being obedient and being willing to live out my faith, willing to follow Christ in obedience, that night, God, my life was a witness to my dad. My dad heard them words. That night he went to church, and that night he gave his heart and life to Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Not to mention two or three weeks later, maybe a little longer than that, I don't know exactly how many weeks, my little stubborn mom finally come along and gave her heart and life to the Lord. My grandmother, who was 80-some years old or way up in her 70s, gave her heart and life to the Lord for the very first time. My grandmother's uh, life story was she worked in church. She was over the choir. She played the piano. She uh, done all of the funeral dinners. She done it all, but she was never saved. She was never born again. And that night, my mother and my grandmother gave their heart and life to Jesus Christ, only to follow through with my grandfather on his deathbed, giving his life to Christ as well. All of those salvations that I just spoke of was nothing more than me following through in obedience and my, my testimony and my witness through that water baptism got my whole family saved. Isn't that powerful? Can you say amen to that? Hallelujah. My, um, what was so funny my dad got saved on that Sunday night during the day of the, my, my water baptism, and I got baptized in the Holy Spirit that same night. It was a joyful night in the, for the Miller family. And then to follow along, many of my family members have come through to know the Lord throughout uh, me following in obedience. I was the first one saved, and now we can look back, and there are many of our loved ones that have come to know Christ just through simple obedience. I can remember when my dad got baptized. Then my mom got baptized. And my grandmother, she followed through. And there, there was so much that God done in our lives just over the witness of a man 
through his water baptism. Tonight we've got several that have going to be baptized. And that baptism is actually them saying, I've been born again. I've been saved. I've been washed by the blood of the Lamb. I've been born in the kingdom of God. I'm a child of God. I'm an heir of God. I'm a joint heir of Jesus Christ. My name is written down in the Lamb's book of life. It's not water baptism that saves us. It is not the pastor baptizing you in water that saves you. It's the Spirit baptizing you in the body of Christ. The Spirit baptizing you in the body of Christ is a baptism of faith. A preacher baptizing you in water is a baptism of works, and we're not saved by works. And not only that, if, you ha if water baptism saved you, you'd have to try to find someone to baptize you before you can be saved. And the element of flesh is not involved in being saved whatsoever. If you want to be saved, nothing can keep you from being saved. How can you be saved? If we will confess with our mouth the Lord Jesus Christ and believe in our heart that God has raised him from the dead, we shall be saved. For with the heart man believeth unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. How many are thankful that salvation is so simple that anybody at any time can be saved? Whosoever calls on the name of the Lord can be saved. Amen? Hallelujah. So tonight we're going to get in the water. We're going to go ahead. we got a meeting after this. And, and um, those of you that are our guests after the baptism, if you want to stick around, we have a church meeting. And if you don't want to attend, you can slide out. And, but if you would like to attend, it's an open session. You're more than welcome. But we're going to fulfill the Great Commission where Jesus said, All power is given in me in heaven and earth. Go ye therefore and teach all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Ghost, teaching them to observe all things whatsoever I have commanded you. And lo, I'm with you always, even to the end of the world. I thank God for the, for the message of the cross. I thank God for the witness of water baptism. And I thank God for every single individual who walked the walk of obedience and followed through with obeying the great commission of Jesus Christ. Can you give all of these great big, uh, 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 give them a great big hand of those that's obeying the Lord tonight. Amen. So I'm going to get right to it and we're going to do mine first because we got a meeting and i got to change in between. And then uh, we'll, we'll get things started in this water baptism.